and welcome to Island Artcast, uncovering the creative industry with me, Olivia Savage, as your host. Here we talk about all things arts, and each week I'll be joined by inspiring arts creatives to discuss creative careers as well as burning topics in the art world today to keep that creative mind of yours in action. A lot of people now are trying to do is normalize that conversation of if you don't know that's fine too you can say can you can you tell me you know I, th- I think I think ignorance breeds hate and then people teach other people that hate and it, it's just a cycle yeah so what what we do with with our with our music and what Cara does with their poetry is it's it's, it's much about expressing ourselves and possibly getting our frustrations and anger out there. You know, you see us on stage and like I'm like really angrily shouting at everyone. I mean, it's a punk band, what you expect. But, you know, it's it's just as much about getting your frustrations and your emotions out as much as about educating people. Yeah. And opening up the conversation so people can come up to you and then question it. And multiple times after after gigs, we've had people come up and go, OK, so you said this thing. Well, I think this or well, I thought this. You know, and that's that's a teachable moment where you can sit back and instead of coming back with anger and no, you don't understand, you don't get it, blah blah blah. You know, it's it's about teaching them and helping them understand where you're coming from, because you're not going to change people's minds by just shouting at them. Mm. There's all the other parts of that as well, and I think creatively, that's kind of why we all do what we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes, we are musicians. And yes, Cara is a poet, um, but it's all very based around queer issues, mm. really. Obviously, we've got songs that aren't about queer stuff. Uh, we've got lots of political songs and stuff about the environment and all that kind of thing. But, you know, it is mostly based around our experiences in life. And it's about teaching people a little bit of tolerance while they're enjoying the music mm. or not enjoying the music yeah. it might be. <laughs> we're getting them to feel something yeah, yeah. It's, about, it's about invoking emotion yeah and getting people to ask questions yeah mm. i think that's a really powerful thing that creativity can do that and that psychology of using it as a way to, it's like distracting people mm. into learning something new yeah. but at mm. the same time it's an outlet for you guys i mean i know that i use my art to sort of or i i found with my art that i've learned more about myself mm. in my years of making and what goes on in my head and that kind of thing and it's I think it's such a powerful thing that it can do both things that you can use it intentionally to tell mm. someone something but it's also unintentionally telling you something about yourselves yeah. have you found that as well with with your music uh, I have when I've gone to write lyrics for a song and usually when I write lyrics for a song I'm usually in like quite a deep headspace like it's usually like my mental health has kicked in Mm -hmm. like my depression my anxiety and I just kind of do like a word vomit on a page and then that's when I kind of realize like what I'm going for and what it's about and then once I read through it again I'm just like where has this come from yeah and I'm just like this is what I was saying (laughs) oh and then I'll start to like read it back through again, change certain words, and then it becomes even more like relative to situations that I've gone through or going through. And I'm just like, I didn't realize that this is how deep I felt about these situations. And mm. 
what's going through my head at this time and everything else. And usually my lyrics are quite dark at times. Um, it allows you to collect your thoughts, though, doesn't it? I think yeah. For you, that's quite and cathartic. It, it definitely experience. makes me feel a lot better getting everything out there instead of just keeping the emotions locked away inside. Because mm. I, growing up, I've always struggled to get my emotions out to people and to talk to people about everything that's going on. Whereas writing lyrics for songs and doing music and stuff, it's, it is like a major outlet for my emotions to just be let out and just mm -hmm. get that weight off my shoulder. And then usually once other people read the lyrics or if I talk to them about the lyrics that I've written, they're just like, oh my God, like that I relate so much to that. And it's mm -hmm. just like, wow, I'm not the only person who's going through these things. Yeah. And it's crazy that even still like, I still have those feelings about certain things where I'm like, I am the only person going through this. Like, no one else understands. Mm. But then, once you get it out there, you actually realise, like, no, you're not. Like, people do relate to things and yeah, you can actually sit down with people and be like, now let's start a conversation what? because I wrote this depressing song. Like, a, like <laughs> yeah. an interim thing. Like, you yeah. don't have to go up to someone yeah. and go, let's sit down and talk about it. Instead, you can write, write lyrics to a song and then yeah. someone else can experience that and then you're both in the same place together. Yeah. Well, I, think, I think that's a really important point as well with, with our band and, and possible with Cara's Poetry as well, is that we, um, you know, it's not just about educating the people who don't understand and it's not just about getting our own frustrations out, it's also about helping the people who do feel alone. You know, if they yeah. take something from our music, if they feel something and they feel listened to or they feel valid by what we're saying, then then that's also what we're kind of going for. Do you know what I mean? We want other mm -hmm. people to yeah. feel like they're not alone because that's what the that's what creativity has yeah. done for us. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, going off on that as well, and what Mathias said as well, with my poetry I've found, uh, particularly performing um, recently, uh, well, out of recent actually, um, I've had individuals after my uh, poems either still in tears uh, or told me that they've, they, that really got to them um, and of various backgrounds um, you know I can only guess that I've either touched on a nerve you know with something that they have felt themselves and again not feeling alone but alternatively there's been individuals who said I've never thought about it like that before you know mm -hmm. um, I, I remember uh, one chap came up to me the other day um, after my performance and he said that line help them see it through your eyes, that really resonated in me. Obviously, I was quite taken aback at the time because I'd just come off the stage and I was like, oh. anyway, and I didn't really have much to say. But, um, you know, reflecting on, on that now, um, that I could have, uh, I, I could potentially have changed that guy's mind on how he's perceived, not just LGBT people, but just people in general and, like, people's experiences, possibly even something that he's going through right now or struggling with, with uh, you know, friends, family. Yeah, you don't really think about that when you're writing it. Yeah. I think it's it's quite like, oh wow. I think, <laughs> oh, I think reality. When you, when you bear your soul like yeah. that on yeah, stage, yeah. it's it's nice that it's allowing other people to kind of walk walk in your shoes. Yeah. Essentially. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and definitely like as you said, Mathia, like it's it's like word vomit all yeah. coming out. <laughs> yeah. And it's not, and you you're just like, well, it's just it's just what I felt like saying at that point. And it's mm -hmm. like in the same way that you might look back and you go, oh, like that's that's what I meant. That's mm. what I was saying. And someone else looks, you know, coming in from the outside and they go, 
oh, like that's so powerful. Like that really made me think about this and you don't even realize what mm-hmm. what your work is doing because to you it's just it's just what's always in yeah. there, you know? Yeah. So you're you're always living with it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And bringing forward to today, mm-hmm. where where do you guys think the island stands in terms of acceptance and, and understanding and educating? I thought we were further along than we actually are, um, right up until quite recently. I've, I've obviously always known that there's been issues, uh, but I myself have seen, obviously I work with young people, um, and some of those young people are LGBT. Um, and the experiences that they're having now, even though they have their own uh, difficulties with growing up LGBT, they're very different to what I, I experienced in school. You know, there's a lot more people that feel more comfortable coming out yeah. and stuff, and it does seem a lot more socially accepted. Um, and that's very much with, with the younger people. Um, however, in light of, of, of recent uh, things that have happened on the island with uh, certain bars, I'm not going to name any names right now, but, <laughs> you know, the, it, it's kind of pulled a lot of questions up from people and it's pulled a lot of people out of the woodwork as well <laughs> that are asking questions or just saying comments that you really wouldn't expect someone to be saying in 2021 you know and i think the fact that pride is coming up now i mean i don't know about you guys but the past couple of weeks every time i've you know been out i've had someone go well why do we need it Mm -hmm. why do we need pride Mm -hmm. you know we don't need you shoving this on our face and i'm like oh well yeah that's the reason we need it (laughs) yeah do you know what i mean um to change that thinking process yeah Mm. and it's you know, it, it's really tiring and exhausting at, at the moment. Um, as much as it's great that, that it's Pride Month and that we're finally getting a Pride mm-hmm. Festival, you know, as much as that's fantastic, it's very tiring having to explain your existence to people over and over again and, and, and why why that is important, yeah. you know. And, and I think since the announcement of Pride and since June Pride Month has started, um, it's, it's became very obvious that there's a lot more people on the island that are less accepting than I originally thought there was. I thought that it was the minority who were just very loud about it, but mm. there's actually a lot of quiet homophobic people too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And sometimes that can be a more dangerous thing. Well, I think they felt empowered by the ones that are being loud. Yeah. And, you know, I think when certain people are given a voice and a platform... Um, to to spread misinformation, ignorance, yeah. and hate, and especially when those are places that are respected and uh, you know listened to, you know I think all the people that were quietly homophobic then go, oh well this this guy or this this girl or whatever this person's saying this thing, and they're on you know a public platform, so that must mean it's okay to be like that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it almost empowers the homophobic people mm-hmm. to come out as well. Do yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, and that's that's good in a way because it means that we can then challenge it, whereas before we might never have had that conversation. Mm-hmm. But it's also very worrying um, that these people in 2021 are still being given platforms to to speak ignorance and hate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've just got to continue doing what we're doing and challenging yeah. it. But, you know, like a couple was, was, was attacked recently. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, we're not going to give any details or information about that because it's not really been released but you know it it made me kind of think oh god you know what what's going to happen to me if i go out and i remember you guys were going on a night out i was going elsewhere and i just sat down with you guys i was like guys you be careful then you Mm. know what i mean and Mm -hmm. they were like yeah yeah it's fine it's fine but deep down we're all thinking it might not actually be fine Mm -hmm. and it's that 
it's that fear that all of this has brought up that mm -hmm. you know we're not maybe quite as safe as i thought we were especially now that pride is so much in the public eye yeah yeah, yeah. and but i think it's sorry we can say something i was just gonna say sorry um that it, it has like you said uh with even though it has been horrible uh the events that have happened recently it is also kind of like you said, uh, brought to light how much um, education and um, for future potential uh, people need to learn um, still. And um, hope hopefully this Pride will have that space to be able to um, make sure people know more about LGBT lives um, mm. as well as people in general, I feel, as well. you know. And um, I think because Pride will be, be a reoccurring thing, it's uh, it's going to be a topic for a long time. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see. Yeah, well, this is the thing that like, when people say, why why do we need pride? And it's like, because you're trying to make the point that it's not it's not just for pride. Like, mm -hmm. now's not just the time to be gay or the mm -hmm. time to be trans. Yeah. Like, it's not just this yeah. month. Like, it's just about using this time to put the focus here. Yeah. yeah. To then carry it on yeah. long term. Well, I think a lot of people don't know what pride actually no. comes yeah. from, and I think the feeling I was just is about, about to say to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go on. I I'll let you take this one over. Um, in my opinion, in like in light of everything that's going on, I think a lot of people have just interpreted pride as just it's just a festival for gays and mm. queer people to just ramp run riot through the streets and it's a day all about them and everything else and throw glitter everywhere when it's really quite the opposite it's it's more of a fact of ever since like the stonewall riots that sparked protests all around the world for equal rights it's a memoriam for that that happened and it's a remembrance to the fights and the causes that have come from that for people to be seen as equal to the straight cisgendered people in the world and everything mm -hmm. else um, who haven't been discriminated against in life. And it's just a time for people in the LGBTQ community to come together and support each other and have open discussions with mm. each other and talk about what needs to happen in the future and everything else. And with Pride, the first Pride happening on the Isle of Man on Saturday, I do think it's going gonna, it's gonna to open up a large discussion on the island of how many people are actually against the LGBTQ community on the island. Because I, growing up, have always been very opinionated on Manx people uh, mm -hmm. growing up. Um, Growing up, I used to be ashamed to call myself Manx because of how discriminatory and racist the Isle of Man is. And it's only within recent terms of the nightclub that had problematic messages given out um, that I saw like how large people came out to support the LGBTQ community. And that was mainly the only fact that I was like, oh, there is a large base on the island yeah. that is very supportive. And uh, I do think, though, that it's going to come with a lot of hate and we are going to see a large number of people coming out in against the LGBTQ community on the island. If there isn't, I will hold my hands up and say <laughs> I was wrong and I'll be very surprised. Mm. But in my experiences and everything else, that's what it's going to come down to, yeah. which is why we need this to be like 
we need to be together. Mm-hmm. This is our time to become in unison with each other and help each other out and raise awareness that, you know, we are here and we do need more support to become equal with everyone else because it's the same with like equality and equity like the equity comes into it that we just need an extra boost to be seen as equal to everyone else and also I've always said like if you don't understand something how can you see something as equal so pride gives that chance to educate people so people get the knowledge that they need and the information that they need so they can then form their mind as oh yeah you're not a lesser human being to me after all, like, you are just a human being who just wants to have a job, have a family, mm. you know, like every other person. Yeah, I, think, I think what you said there about equity is really important because a lot of people see Pride as, uh, oh, you want special treatment, you want extra, you have to have this big, gay, fabulous party, well, what do we get? Where's straight Pride and all this? And I think what, what it really comes down to is exactly what Mafia just said, is it's not that we're asking for something extra or for something more, but we need this because otherwise you won't see us. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, nobody leaves their house thinking I'm going to be attacked for being straight. You know what I mean? Like, no, nobody has that fear. That's why straight people don't need a pride festival. You don't need holding up in front of people and going, look, this is OK. This person exists and that's OK. Whereas LGBT people, a lot of us still need that. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely like, I mean, if you look at the incident with the nightclub as well, it's it's brought awareness in the in such a contrasting way to how to what Pride intends to do. It's like it shouldn't take a bad experience yeah. to be talking about it and raise mm. awareness. Like Pride is a tool that can be used to shed light on these things in a positive way. Yeah. And yeah. encourage discussions and challenging discussions as yeah. well as just like you know positive ones it's good for people to come out and go but i i I don't i don't know if i feel that way but that's because i don't understand and then you can have yeah i mean i I had this conversation um with a woman recently and she she had the same thing of oh well why do you need pride and and all this um and why do you have to shove it in our face and have a big party just be gay and get on with it sort Mm. of thing you know and i kind of i said to her i was like look pride started off as a riot it started off as a trans woman, a black trans woman, throwing a brick at a police officer, right? Pride is now marking how far we have come mm-hmm. and now we don't need to riot. Now we don't yeah. need to throw bricks mm-hmm. at people. Yeah. Pride has gone from a riot and now it's a party. Yeah. And I said to her, I'm inviting you to this party. Come to this party and join us. Talk to us, meet us and understand us. And maybe your view of pride will become more positive. Yeah just like Pride itself has become more positive. Yeah. And then just as a final note to finish off, so advice for listeners, for young creatives and or um, young people who identify within LGBTQ+, where could you advise them to go to find like-minded people and to find help? Cara, if I could start with you. Um, yeah, I was going to uh, say as well, like with the, the light of things, um, it's really good for the younger people to see how older LGBT people have dealt with these circumstances and situations mm-hmm. um, and to find support. You've got the LGBT Youth Club. Um, you've got um, Soundcheck, as Jenny will be there. Um, you've got Isle of Pride. Uh, we're currently working on a lot of things in the background um, that will be coming eventually to education as well at some point in the future without giving too many details away (laughs) but we in that area we've got a long way to go as well Uh, there's probably more places um, that I might have missed out today but 
So that's to name a few. Yeah. And Matthew? Number one, I would say soundcheck. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mainly for the fact of, obviously, like it's a biased answer because I'm friends with Jenny and you I, I used to go there yeah. as well when <laughs> yeah, I was younger. Same. And being at soundcheck when I was younger, growing up through it, like that was no one cared who you who you were, what you were about. They were mm. just like, you play guitar, want to join our band? Okay, cool. Yeah. And Well, the small it, group of friends you were talking about was your bandmates. Yeah. I don't know. But they were all like, no one cared what sexuality, gender you are, and it's all inclusive and it's supportive and everything, yeah. 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 And obviously Isle of Pride is working on stuff as well for people. Yeah. And I guess just me, I am like a walking... <laughs> info oh, desk for these things like <laughs> i'm always there wanting to help everyone out who's in two minds of coming out or needing help with any issues or anything else or support with transitioning or gender issues sexuality issues i'm constantly getting stopped by people on nights out talking to me about people in their family who have come out and they're struggling to come to terms with it and i've helped them out and spoke through it like some guy came up, came up to me one time and was telling me that their child has just come out as trans and he's scared that he's losing his son. And I was like, well, you're not losing your son. Like, they're still always going to be the same child that you've grown up with. It's just that to them, they never were your son. Mm -hmm. They are your daughter. They've always been your daughter. And I know that that takes time to get used to. And But as long as you're there for them and support them along the way, like, no matter what, they will always cherish what you've given them and always love you and they will always be your child. Mm -hmm. And it is obviously deeper conversations than just that that help people. But, yeah. Um, I think the biggest part of advice I could give to young people, uh, especially those who are struggling with their sexual and uh, gender identity, is do get involved in the arts, uh, whether it's music, uh, down with us at Soundcheck or or it's at the Youth Arts Centre doing doing art or drama, whatever it is, please do use something to express yourself yeah. and find mm. your people. You know, those people aren't necessarily always going to be LGBT. There's a lot of, uh, you know, heterosexual, cisgender people that will help you too. I just want you to know that you're not alone and that there are these spaces for you. Do seek them out. Don't be scared. Come and talk to us. Because it doesn't matter what gender or sexuality you are, if you're cisgender, transgender, non-binary, if you're, if you're straight, homosexual, bisexual, pan, whatever, come and talk to us, we will accept you and we will help you express yourself through whatever art form you want. Yeah. Come and find the creatives because we are here for you. Yeah, mm. and stuff does get better. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You know, it might feel like it's a mile away right now, but it will get better. You're young and probably you hear that all the time, but you have no idea. The minute you leave high school, your bubble's going to pop whole world's going to open up. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on and sharing your stories and talking to us today. A quick note before we head off for another day. If you're listening to this, then you've lasted through a whole episode, which I'm going to guess means that you enjoyed the show, which is amazing. In order to help Island Artcast reach out to more creatives, we really need your help. So please remember to rate and review the shows you've listened to and enjoyed. Even if you didn't enjoy them, you can still rate us. If you're an avid Island Artcast listener, subscribe or follow the show on your podcast platform. These things only take two seconds out of your day to do, but mean the absolute world to the show. So please show us your support. 
Other than that, remember to keep up to date with all the latest Arts Council news on our website, iomarts.com, and by following us on social media. Just search Isle of Man Arts Council on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks to all our listeners out there and to my guests today. See you next episode.